Praise God. Praise God. Welcome to everyone tonight. If you are a guest tonight, we're glad to have you. To all of you that aren't guests, thank you very much for being here on this holiday weekend. (laughs) Those of you that may be watching us online somewhere, we welcome you as a part of this service and pray that it is a blessing to you as well. Even though they are not here tonight, we give honor to Bishop and Mother Wright. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to be something a little different than I've ever done before. Different way that I've ever preached in my whole life. So you can actually be seated. Hopefully, everything we preach is based on the Word. I know that's the goal. I think I can speak for every preacher in this sanctuary tonight that our desire is anything and everything we preach comes from the Word of God. The other thing we often may do is preach about the Word. We preach from the Word and we preach about the Word. I've said it a couple of times lately. I said it again this morning here, and I don't know why. I guess maybe it just kind of has my spirit a little bit agitated. But there, there is, I, I guess what really bothers me, it's one thing when the world, it's one thing when the world has its opinions and philosophies and ideas. It's a whole other thing when in the ranks of what is supposed to be, at least nominally, Christianity, that there is an attack upon the Word of God. I said it this morning, forgive me those of you that were in Arnold, I had read this a couple of years ago and I came across it again yesterday. There is a a man who has, he actually used to be the pastor of a mega church in the United States and He's got somewhat, I guess, has had somewhat of an influential voice. And, and I, I had forgotten I had read this, but he said that, that the account in, in Genesis about Adam and Eve is not really intended to be factual, that Adam and Eve, it's a poem, it's poetry. Others have said you, you can't put too much weight, too much stock, in letters that were written a couple of thousands of years ago. If you can't, I don't know what we're doing. And I don't know what else we're going to rely on. So I've come tonight and my title is this. Let the Word speak. Let the Word speak. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number. You might as well sit down because all I'm about to do for the next little while is read. I know we don't read our messages, but I'm about to read. It's all going to be Bible, so I think that makes it okay. The first thing I want the Word to speak to us tonight on the fact that it is divinely inspired. All Scripture. All Scripture is given by divine inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. I don't care what your opinion and my opinion is. That's what the Word is for. And it was divinely given to us for that. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place and we're living in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts 
knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. It wasn't man's idea. It wasn't man-inspired. It wasn't man-philosophy. It wasn't man's thought. But it came by the will of God. It came by God. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I read last night the same guy that said that about Adam and Eve in poetry said that everybody that was used the right scripture had their perspective and their take and their outlook. And so basically, how can we trust it? I trust it because no man spake, no prophecy came in old time by the will of man, but holy. Human, yes. Imperfect, yes. But holy men of God were moved on by the Holy Ghost and spoke as God inspired them to speak. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 For this cause also we thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men. God help us in 2016 and help Antioch that whether it's pastor, senior pastor, elders, guest speakers, bishop, whoever it is, help us to not receive the word as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Let the word speak about how many gods there are. Isaiah 43 and 11. I, even I, am the Lord and beside me. Beside me there is no Savior. Isaiah 44 and 6, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. Isaiah 44 and 8, Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? You are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. I don't know what it is about that. I just like the, I guess, I, I guess what that is. I just sound, I just sounds to me like a little bit of God talking some smack. Is there a God beside me? I don't know any. Isaiah 45 and 5, I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee though thou hast not known me. Doesn't matter what the world says. Doesn't matter what the world thinks. You can't take away the fact he is God. Isaiah 45 and 21, tell ye and bring them near, yea, let them counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? I've been saying it all along. And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Hosea 13 and 4, Yet I am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt, and thou shalt know no God but me, for there is no Savior beside me. Let the Word speak on what started all of this. In the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning. Before anything else. Before Republicans and before Democrats. Before Clinton and before Trump was the word. Before any new legislation redefining marriage in the beginning was the word. 
and the word was with God and the word was God and the word and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth in the beginning God created not poetry not symbolic poetry but in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth giving thanks unto the father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature For by Him, for by Him, sorry Mr. Darwin, for by Him were all things created that are in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers it's pretty sad when your enemy created you everything we fight God created and the creator is always greater than the creation principalities, powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And by Him all things consist. And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things... That in all things, not just in how we conduct church, but in all things. Not just in how we have church, but in who we marry. In how we live. In how we talk. In how we dress. That in all things He might have the preeminence. Or let's just put it this way. That He might be in charge. For those that say they don't know God, can't see God, let's see what the Word has to say. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Day unto day utters speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Doesn't matter what language you speak, just look up. There's a language you can understand because the heavens declare the glory of God. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it ends of it and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect. It doesn't need any of your editing and my editing. It doesn't need us to take anything out of it and change it. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right. The statutes of the Lord are right. In 2016, the statutes of the Lord are right. No matter who gets elected in November, the statutes of the Lord are right. 
Rejoicing the heart, the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. And in keeping of them there is great reward. With regards to when the Word ceases to exist, let the Word speak forever, O Lord. Thy Word is settled in heaven forever. Your milk has an expiration date. Your bread's going to get moldy and old if you don't eat it. But forever, forever, before you came, it was already here. And after you leave, it'll keep going. Because forever thy word is settled in heaven. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heaven. Psalm 119, 152, concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Matthew 5, 18, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no Wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Matthew 24, 34, Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my words shall not pass away. 1 Peter 1.23 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth. This is not just a book. This is not just a piece of literature. This is not just a textbook or a reference book, but the word lives forever. I can find it, that's what it says. Liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass wither, and the flower fadeth thereof, falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. And Isaiah said it in verse four, chapter 40 and verse 8 as well. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Fashions and fads come and go. I wish there was a few ties that I had stuck away in a box somewhere because I could have spared my boys some money. Styles come and styles go. Things come and things go. People come and people go, but the Word of our God shall stand forever. What does it say about the source of life? Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of thy words. The entrance of thy words. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. John 6, 63. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are life. What is, and especially in 2016, what's the source of hope? Let the Word speak about that. Romans 15 and 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, 
were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Anybody going through some troubles right now? Anybody dealing with some sickness tonight? Anybody dealing with some financial difficulties? Anybody going through some spiritual difficulties? The purpose of the word is to give you comfort. And it is your source of hope. Psalm 119 and 80. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes that I be not ashamed. My soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Romans 5 and 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And we rejoice in hope. We're not rejoicing in what God does or what God did. Paul said, we're rejoicing in hope. If I'm rejoicing in hope, then what I'm hoping for hasn't happened. But when you've got biblical hope, you can rejoice for what hasn't happened yet because hope is confident expectation that God is going to do what He said He would do. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. What's the word say about the source of eternal life? Psalm 16 and 11, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. John 5, 39, search the scriptures for in them, for in them, I wonder if I got anybody tonight that believes that in them and only in them, you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. John six sixty five, And he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom will we go? For you alone. You alone have the words of eternal life. Psalms 119.105 The word is the light. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light Unto my path. Proverbs 6.23 For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light. No wonder people go shipwreck when they give up the law of God. Because the law is the light. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Isaiah 8 and 20, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. In the word is light. If something contradicts the word, it is dark. How about the way? Let's not let politics and religious leaders and Modern thinking speak on this. Let's see what the Word has to say. John 1.14 The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. and We beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 6 Jesus saith unto him, I am the, the, the way, the truth. And the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. 10 and 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door, not a door. I'm, I, 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 I'm sorry, it's not my words, but we're not all on different roads going to the same place. We're not all on different roads going to the same place. Doesn't matter what you believe, doesn't matter what you think, we're all going to end up in the same place. I am the door, not a door, the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. 17 and 17 of John, sanctify them through Thy truth, thy word, thy word, thy word is truth. John 3, 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him. I know you know these verses. Somebody needs to hear these again tonight. Because I'm preaching to some people tonight that your faith and confidence in what you have known in the past has been wavering and shaking. There's circumstances and situations in your life that you're having trouble reconciling and you're finding yourself questioning and doubting and considering broadening. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot, cannot, See the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, You must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest, hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Everyone that is born of the Spirit, you ought to be able to hear a sound. Everyone that is born of the Spirit, you ought to be able to hear a sound. I remind you and declare to you on this third Sunday night or this first Sunday night, the third of July, that we believe that tongues is not just simply an evidence or a possible manifestation of the Spirit, but that it is the only consistent evidence that we find in Scripture that someone has received the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 10, they knew they received the Spirit because... Because they heard them speak with tongues. John seven thirty eight. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Acts chapter 2, verse number 37. 
Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Don't give up your faith in the word because circumstances and situations that you're dealing with cause you to try to look for another way. Make sure you let the word speak. What's the word say about Jesus? For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. The. The Mighty God. Not the Mighty God's child. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. Revelation chapter 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him. To show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead. And the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own bloods. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his, and, and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying I am Alpha and Omega the first and the last and what thou seest write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos unto Thyra Tyra, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, and as, as if they burned burned in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters and he had in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength and when I saw him I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not I am the first and the last I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death.
He saith unto him, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Mark one let let's just see what the devil has to say. Every now and then you actually ought to listen to what he says. And there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have you to do with, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One. The Holy One. Of God. Not the Holy One of two others. The Holy One. You, Jesus, are the Holy One of God. Mark 5 1. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces neither could any man tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones but when he saw Jesus but when he saw Jesus afar off he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. What does the word, not the counsel of Nicaea? What does the word, not the Catholics, not the Methodists, not the Presbyterians, the Lutherans, the Baptists, etc. What does the Word say about the Godhead? Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet thou hast, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. Now, 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 listen, I, I'm a, I need to grab this real quick for something else, but I'm going to get it. Come here, Timothy. I know you're 15 and too old for me to use you when I preach, but that's... I, I've been told, been told with both my boys. Somebody just had it recently in public. Somebody looks at him and says, looks at me and says, you can't deny he's yours. He may favor me. The other one may favor me. But I can't say, he can't say, if you've seen me, you've seen my Father. Especially now. He may favor, but you can't say, if you've seen him, you've seen him. Thank you. I've been told, Several times the last several months by people, some here, some from other places. Man, you look more and more like your dad all the time. I may favor him, but if you've seen me, I can't say you've seen the Father. So when Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He wasn't saying, I look like Him. I resemble Him. He's saying, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. No, no, really, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. There's not another one to see. 
My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. First John 5 and 4, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Well, that'd be fun just to preach on that all by itself. Anybody tonight been born again? If you've been born again, you've got a promise. Whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. I heard this song last week on the way to church. I'll be kind and not mention the, the, uh, the, the author's name. This was like, this is the course, all right? This is the course. I mean, repeated over and over. Jesus, please mention my name when you talk to your father today. That, that's the course. Jesus, please mention my name when you talk to your father today. I guess if he's got to mention his name to his father, you're implying he's not your father. Because if he's my father, I don't need Jesus to talk to the father. I'm just going to talk to Jesus because he is the father. It, it says, I'm, so, I'm being nice. Some of you probably know the song. I'm being nice. I'm going to be nice and not say the author or the, the artist. Like, not the, I guess the artist. I shouldn't say this, but it's one of the dumbest songs I've ever heard. He said, this is what, it's, this is what I'm, I'm quoting. I'm, not, I'm quoting. I typed it in my phone while I was driving so I could remember. Actually, I think I used Siri. I, I did. I used Siri. But listen, he sees me, but he hears you. He sees me, but he hears you. So Jesus, mention my name when you talk. Keep singing your song. I'm just going to go straight to my father. Because my father sees me and hears me. Y'all might get a little quiet on the next part here that we let the word speak on, but there'll be some fun stuff in a moment. I'm, I'm, I'm hurrying. I'm almost done. What does the word say about separation? Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And thankfully the next couple of verses say, And such were some of you. 
Skipping down to 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the, temp- are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two saith he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. But ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people why so that you can show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy What's the word say about how all this is going to end up? I don't care what they try to do to save global warming and the climate and all of that. You shall hear of of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. Let's see if we can bring this a little bit closer to home in 2016. You shall hear of terrorist attacks and terrorist attacks. Be not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is still not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. Sounds like the news. All these are the beginning of sorrows. But the good news is. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely, surely, He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings thou shalt shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. You want to get rid of the truth and you want to throw truth out the window? You get rid of your shield. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Let me tell you something. If you don't believe this passage, it's a really good time to start believing it. I know if you were preaching, you could tell your stories, but I'm preaching. Let me tell mine. It's a weird feeling when you have been in the places where some of these attacks have taken place. Oh, I realize it was a different time, but it still brings it a little closer to home. I had dinner in the Chinese restaurant in the, Mar- I believe the Marriott Hotel is what it was in Pakistan that several years ago was blown to pieces. I had two layovers in the Istanbul airport that was just bombed by terrorists this last week. I sat on the, in the airport with Brother Shelton in Japan 24 hours before the tsunami hit. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes thou shalt behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, 
thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Mm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff they comfort me. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to hurry. I thought I'd be done a lot sooner than now. but I can, Some of you were probably there. Anybody remember the missionary that came through from the Philippines? It was probably early 80s if I'm not mistaken. He had a shirt that had bullet holes in the shirt. And the story was they were having church one day and rumors came that there was some guerrilla warfare going on and they were coming to the church to get them. And the preacher said, stay and God will protect you. Leave and you take your life in your own hands. And I saw with my own eyes the shirt with bullet holes, but no blood. Because the story was, those that stayed, got some of them got hit with bullets, and the bullets simply fell off. Because the Lord is my shepherd. You, you might not ever go in some place where the terrorists are and you may not go where there's a tornado or hurricane, but when you get out on the highway tonight, you better hope the Lord yeah. is your shepherd. Of course, here's the hope. What's the word say about the hope with all this chaos we're in? Now this I say, brethren. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption and incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Some of us will be asleep. Not physically. But in the transition from this life to the next. There's some folks sleeping tonight on the other Antioch Hill. Some of y'all don't know where the other Antioch Hill is. It's over on Bestgate. There's a cemetery over there where it's Antioch Hill number two. There's some folks sleeping. But we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption. And this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, be, or because of all of this, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 
But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall defend descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord wherefore comfort one another with these words And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God and God and God sorry brother Charmin you're not going to be able to get the Kleenexes because God is going to wipe all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see when I look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace when he takes me by his hand and leads me to the promised land what a day glorious day that will be there'll be no more sorrow for us to bear there'll be no more sickness there'll be no more burdens there'll be no more goodbyes what a day I close with just some miscellaneous things that the Word can speak on. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us. Somebody needs to look right now at some things in your life and say, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us. Who can be against us? And we know, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Somebody needs to realize you're in the Bible. Because I'm about to describe you. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. Can't figure out what's going on, but we're not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. 
cast down but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us but life in you. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus. And shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not. Though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day for our light affliction. Some of you have been going through some pretty difficult things from one perspective. But Paul said it's light affliction. It's light affliction and it's just for a moment. But it is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen. Are eternal. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long and we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded. For I am persuaded. Is anybody persuaded tonight? I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's a whole lot of voices that are speaking in 2016. But all I want to hear is just let the Word speak. Let the Word Stand with me if you would. Let the Word speak. When I'm bombarded by doubts, let the Word speak. When my mind is full of questions, let the Word speak. When my mind is confused, let the Word speak. When my thoughts are overwhelming me and troubling me, let the Word speak. When I've got sickness in my body, let the Word speak. When I look at my finances and there seems to be a lack, let the Word speak. When my family seems to be falling apart, let the Word speak. When I don't know what to do, let the Word speak. It's no wonder the psalmist said, And had a revelation maybe even greater than he understood. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. God, when I'm about to make the greatest, most important, significant decisions of my life, let the word speak. When I'm about to choose the direction my life is going to go, let the Word speak. When I've got to make decisions for my future, let the Word speak. Do it right where you are. At this point, I don't feel to invite you to come unless you just choose to on your own. But I wonder if we could just take a moment here tonight as we close. 
I wonder if you would join me tonight and on your own. Could we make a fresh commitment? That God, your word, your voice through your word is going to be the strongest voice in my life. Your voice through your word is going to be what sets the path, the direction for my life. I'm not going to allow pop culture. I'm not going to allow the media. I'm not going to allow music. I'm not going to allow any modern influences to be what speaks to me, God. But I'm going to let your word speak. Father, help us tonight. God, you know, you said in your word that you remember our frame, that it's but dust. And so, God... You are so kind to understand our weaknesses, our frailty. I pray, God, that you would strengthen us tonight, that you would empower us tonight, that afresh and anew, God, we would commit to hearing what your word has to say on every matter in our life. No matter what the voices of 2016 say, God, That what we will rely upon, what we will trust in, is what the Word has to say. The Word, God, that you said is forever settled. Lord, your Word says that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And your Word says that you're the Word. So your Word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Renew in us, God, a love for Your Word. Restore in us a hunger for Your Word. Renew in us a commitment to Your Word, God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you just join me in, as we close here tonight? Could we just lift our hands and one more time give Him honor, reverence for His presence, His Spirit that has been in this place tonight. We honor You. You are the only God. You're not just a true God. You are the only God. You are the only true God. And so we honor you tonight. We honor you that not only is your word alive and eternal, but you, God, are alive and eternal. We thank you. We honor you. We appreciate you, God. We appreciate you, God. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. I pray that whatever your plans are tomorrow, that you have a safe fourth, whether you stay home or you travel, God's hand upon you in a great day. Don't forget if you're going to camp, there are meetings downstairs Um, for attendees, parents, guardians, chaperones as well.